It's also back. Alex, good to be back. How you going, mate? Good. After our technical difficulties. Yes, yes. Eagle Eye Views and our reels may be able to find me without headphones on here because um, I may, may have broken the, <laughs> <laughs> the cord, but no. We're off to a good start. Let's get into it. Let's do it. So, same as last week, I've got episode five, player yep. number five. Yep. I, do, I want to do a little who am I. Okay. You can play along at home. Former AFL player. Yeah. Drafted in 1999 and picked 56. So you, okay. you, you have a I'm guess well, when you I'm, get it. I'm well versed in 99 uh, draft. <laughs> played 286 games, scored 261 goals, two-time premiership player, Norm yeah. Smith medalist, yeah. didn't play for a Victorian team, Yeah. was the Crows mids coach after playing and Sandful coach, mm-hmm. Bob Skilton medalist. Okay, so Bob Skilton medalist and he's used to be Sydney. Yeah. yeah. Initials are... R, okay. So, wait, so I got go again. Go R, again. Okay. R, okay. And if you're an attendee of the Mr. Jeans Year Eight Maths class, he kicks a really straight drop punt. So Ryan O'Keefe. It's Ryan O'Keefe. <laughs> yes, let's go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you get that. Yeah, neither, neither. I can't hear him, so I'm pretty impressed. I got that too. Yeah, well um, no, let's let's talk through. The weekend of sports, pretty packed one. Yeah, so especially we watched the Arsenal Aston Villa game. What together. a game! Yeah, big repercussions. Yes, yeah, massive re- repercussions. So there was a point. Actually. I think Villa were up to one, and that yep. would have put City on top. Yeah, Arsenal have the comeback from the heavens. I know. End up, end up going top again, and then City have a draw with Forest. Yeah, Forest. Yeah, uh, and so. Arsenal back in the driver's seat yeah, for the Yeah, and see Haaland's missed double chance as well I in didn't. that game. It was bad for a guy of, a of that of that cal- of that caliber. Um, yeah. yeah, that was pretty crazy. And then we had closer to home. We had some decent A League action. Our Reds drawing four all. Did you see yesterday? Goal fest. Yeah, I know. I, I just kept getting the um, not- notifications on my phone because your was, phone was broken. I was in the car at the time and I just couldn't believe what was happening. And then we had the Melbourne Derby on Saturday night, which we had a close eye on. Yeah, um, yeah. Vested interest. <laughs> yeah. And then the Matildas over the weekend as well, which was great to see. Yeah. Who beat Spain yesterday, 3-2. Huge. More on that later, yeah, more possibly. On, more on that later, more on that later. And really quickly, today we had the All-Star game in the NBA. Where yep. Who cares? Like literally no one. Let's move on. What a, what a horrible game. Did you a see? Highlight of the weekend is a G League player winning the dunk. <laughs> did you see? Um, I think they did like Tatum, Brown, like Tatum versus Brown, and then all the other players on the court literally stand there with their arms crossed. Yeah, horrible. Uh, Absolutely horrible. Yeah. They need to fix that. Something like that. For that first year they did the um, like the new the weird the new format. Roles, yeah, that was good. Like that was really good last quarter. When they do like, oh yeah, now we start playing. Yeah, like that was cool. That was go. really cool. And they're actually trying, but now like they just got to fix it. I reckon it's because like LeBron got hurt. Yeah. Everyone's like, hand. I don't want that to happen to me. Let's <laughs> pull out. <laughs> so, but no. Um, and then we obviously had the crickets. Yeah. I don't know if we want to spend too long no, on that. No, we Very won't. embarrassing. We we'll get Collapse. Yeah. Pat Cummins has now come home for family illness issue, I think. Yeah, but he'll be back for the third yeah. test, I think. Oh, and I actually just really quickly want to mention... Who do you support again in the EPL? Chelsea? I go for Chelsea, mate. Ah, really interesting. My Saints. <laughs> <laughs> I know. 1-0 at Stanford Bridge. I know. We might not get relegated after all. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was lucky because we obviously watched the Villa 
um, awesome game, and we'll plan to stay out for the Southampton Chelsea game. Oh, thank, a bit tired. Thank God we did it. That would have been horrible. I mean, I'd have been great for one of us. I haven't watched any of the highlights of that, and I refuse to because one nil loss. My James Ward Prowse. Yeah, you know he is now one behind David Beckham for most Premier League free kick goals. Really? Yeah. And did you? Jesse Vinneman was telling me David Beckham was rated the most overrated footballer of all time the other day. It's a bit harsh. Mm. Thought it was pretty good. Anyway, anyway we're gonna take a break. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's have a quick break. All right, let's get into a source. Alex, this week, listener take. Yep. I'm really passionate about this. Anthony Williams, co-worker of mine, actually. Right, I was wondering who he was. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Has said, <laughs> Drive to Survive, the very popular Netflix show yes. based on the F1. New season now Thursday, I feel Yeah, like. this week. Yeah. Has, he says that Drive to Survive has been bad for F1. And I wholeheartedly... <laughs> no, 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 I agree with him. Where do you work, mate? <laughs> Where do they find these people? <laughs> no, so I will, I'll start off by saying it has been incredibly successful. Yes. It's obviously brought a lot obviously. of obviously brought a lot of fans into the sport, and I'm not disputing that. At uh-huh. all. It's brought a lot of people watching the sport. So, however, you, you, I think it is a genuinely fictional TV show. If all you, right. So, like, if you follow along at the, like and watch a season, and then the season of Drive to Survive obviously comes out the year after. Sure, yep. There'll be one sentence in like the second race of the year and they will make a whole storyline out of it for the TV show and it's just, it's not true. They were, I think it was season four, they made it seem like uh, Lando and Danny Ricardo yeah. hated each other. Uh, that was, they were good yeah, mates. They were, they're still our friends. Yeah, always <laughs> have been. They were at the time. It was just like in testing yeah. or practice or something, Lando got pissed off, yeah. said something, while they're driving 350 kilometres an hour, you're allowed to get annoyed. Yeah. And Drive to Survive come out and pretended like they genuinely hate each other. It's yeah. fictional. Like, it's not a documentary at this point. They take the smallest, tiny... Does it, claim, does, does it claim to be a documentary yeah. though? Yeah. Okay. They need to say, I'd be fine if they said at the start, this is dramatised, like we've taken things slightly out of context. They've made Max Verstappen seem like a bad person. Yeah. All that dude does is drive F1 cars, go home and drive F1 cars in his sim, yeah. play FIFA and go to bed. Yeah. And they've made it seem because they wanted to do like a pro Lewis spin, Lewis Hamilton first playing at home. They made it seem like Max was a villain. He then didn't want to be on F1, like on, on Drive to Survive, sorry. He was out for a year, season or two. Yeah. I think he's back this year. But, like, they just make storylines up from nothing. Yeah. I, I and think it's it, harmful <laughs> to the driver's, like, mental health, harmful That's to fair. their reputation for branding. Like, it's yep. really dangerous at this point. That's fair. But, like, okay, understand that. But I'm in the boat of... Yeah, source. I work in the showbiz industry, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't work in the showbiz industry. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, the dramatization is needed. Yeah? Not if you're claiming to be a documentary. Okay. I'm just, all right, but that, that's not what, what we're here for. Okay, we're saying it's been bad for the sport, yes. which I claim it's been bad for the drivers, which okay. is the half the sport. Okay, dramatization probably needed at times. But, mate. It's been huge. My girlfriend is obsessed with Drive to Survive, knows all the drivers, mm-hmm. can tell you, like, not anything about F1, that'd be a lie, but can tell you a lot about F1. Yeah. Wouldn't have And would not have cared. She would have thought Craig Lowndes was an F1 driver. He's not. <laughs> yeah. Talking about Mark Snowy Winterbottom didn't drive F1 cars. 
<laughs> she probably wouldn't even know who Craig Lowes is. But, but like, that's what this has done. And I know you said that at the start, it's brought a lot of eyeballs onto it. Mm. But, like, that's what it's for. It's, it's not for, like, if one would have signed up to this and a genius decision from them to sign up yeah, for no, it. Yeah, well done. Because, like, it's, it's just completely revitalised the sport. I've got some stats for you here. So let's think about the Australian GP last year. Yeah. We're looking at stats here. So I, I will say, out of the gates, first one in Australia for two years. So stats might be a bit skewed there yeah. to an extent. Everyone coming out the woodwork for... First thing in a couple, of, yeah, absolute explosion in popularity. Yeah, big. The biggest Australian sporting event, attendance-wise, ever, 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 uh, o- over the three or four days, whatever it was, huge, ever. I, mean, I did not know that. I mean, apart from probably Australian Open, but I was about, to- yeah, <laughs> but largest crowd ever for Australian sporting event, I think, in that time, and the. Figures at the time were fifty percent of those who attended the Australian GP mm-hmm. were women. That's unbelievable. Was Snoop there? No, she wasn't. Ah, Sophie. But before that, it was twenty four percent in twenty nineteen. Yeah. So think about the right. That's that's a rise in a hundred thousand people, mm. hundred thousand women going to, going to this event. So many more eyeballs on this yeah. sport. That's that's literally and just like drive to survive. People love Danny Ricardo. Yeah, and I'm going to go watch just him. Now it's so much more of a diverse audience. Yeah. And I think that that probably fits in so well with the marketability for a lot of these drivers, a lot of these teams. Because at, for a long period of time, it was you, go for, you like Ferrari, you like Mercedes, you like Red Bull. And you love Haas. <laughs> I hate Haas. <laughs> but that, those, those were your teams. Yeah. And you know, like, we, we have a few friends that are big F1 fans and always have been. And they, you know, well interested and they know everything about sport. But then, when this came out, like, you could talk to almost anybody you know. Yeah, you could have a general chat with a there's lot one of guy. There's one guy we play footy with, Josh Zolnetti. <laughs> this is very funny. I remember, so he, we saw all play F1 together yeah. on, on PlayStation. And he was a part of that. He sucked. But... We were talking about the race, one like the actual race that just happened in real life. Yeah, in real life, online one night, like about there would have been about twelve of us, like all on the mics. And then he's like, "Boys, like, what are you doing? Stop talking about it." Well, like, what do you mean? He's like, "I got to wait till drive to five next year." Next year. <laughs> next year. Yeah, I know, but like, while while that's a, that's a diehard. Yeah, true, but also in saying that, like. While there are people that probably just watch Drive to Survive and don't actually consume F1 content. (laughs) That's not true. Um, Last year, Mm -hmm. number of viewers exceeded 1 billion people. That's a lot of people. (laughs) So so do do you you want to come over to my side now or do you want to keep saying- No, absolutely not. Do you want to keep saying staff as well? All right, but the the final race of the 2021 season, that was that amazing race um, that won Max Verstappen. Yeah. Matches up in the championship exceeded the Super Bowl in, in viewership. The which Super Bowl is a one-country sport. Either right. way, I just want to say, so the take is it's bad for the sport. Yeah, but I'd say it, the sport is made up of the drivers and the fans. Like, obviously, there's the teams and the business, but, like, that's not the sport. The sport is for the people that was, play in it, it was, and the people that watch it. It was, it, it, it was like a stagnating sport. It needed something to change. Is? So we'll take America because I think that's the biggest growth market. 
massively. Due, yeah, due, yeah, due to the show. Do you know how much it is to get a general admission ticket to the Miami GP this year? No. Eight hundred and fifty Australian dollars. That is it's a lot of money. That is ridiculous. But then, and, that, and that's not, and that's people that obviously years ago would have been a fan of F one can't go to the <laughs> things now. Okay, it'd be the same everywhere. Okay, you get priced out because nuffies who want to go try and get a selfie with Danny Ricardo, then drive prices up. I think the Melbourne GP sold out in like five minutes. Like something ridiculous. Fans now get priced out, and the the drivers because of the show can get made to look like absolute villains when they do nothing wrong. Yeah. Okay, okay. Sorry, the CEO of the F1 had to have a chat to Netflix and say, hey, if the, if someone hasn't actually done anything wrong, can you stop dramatising it, making them look like a villain? Like it's hurting their reputation, the team's reputation, almost the sport's reputation. See, no, he had that chat with Netflix. Saying reputation? Well, it is. The sport's reputation? Possibly. But Let's like- say that's his view. Don't you think the reputation is... Gr- I've just outlined how much the reputation has grown because of yeah, this but, series. Yeah, but there's still, like, the reputation of the drivers and therefore the teams, and the teams and the drivers represent the sport. If they look bad, the sport looks bad. But why do you think people are watching it? They're only watching the show. But then, but why do you... Okay, <laughs> once again, I'll go back to I'll go back to these stats I, I talked through before. They're watching it because they're consuming this content. They're loving this content. And then they're starting to consume the sport. I understand what you're saying about it being bad for the mental health of the drivers and whatever. That's, that's, that's true. That probably is true in, I'd say, multiple circumstances. And let's hope that changes because I hope it does. But like, to argue that it's bad for the reputation of the sport is false because it's not. It's building it by so much. It's building the, it's building the viewership but there's people that now look awful and they are part of the sport because of the show. So Max is Max is the F1 at the moment. He's the ta- most talented yeah. driver. He's going to yeah. win the next five championships as long as the Red Bull car doesn't suck. People think he's an asshole because of this show. <laughs> no, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And he's not. Yeah. He's a little bit unorthodox in his social approach. He's a little bit standoffish because he doesn't like people that like, like a lot of people that much. Mm-hmm. He does his job and goes home. And then have you ever been on F1 Twitter? It's the most toxic place I've ever been. It is. Like, Lewis Hamilton fans are like no one I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I was talking to a friend about it the other day. It's always like bandwagon teams or players or something that have the worst fans ever. Mm. Lewis Hamilton fans, like, I think just do death threats for fun on the daily. If you like Max, if your, like, profile photo on Twitter is Max, a Lewis Hamilton fan will, like, threaten your family's safety. What's, that, what's that got to do with Drafters' vibe, though? Because what do you mean? That's bad for the sport. Yeah, but like, that's but like of the show. What, hey, what's to say that they went around before the show? Are you serious? It's true. I reckon a very large portion of people that would do who's like the eight-time world champion. How yeah, many? And like four of them were during the show. And how do you know that most of these people didn't come out of the woodworks? Like LeBron's an X amount of world champion. Uh-huh. I think a lot of his fans only came out once he moved to the heat. A lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know what your point is here. So, like, people only start following once you get bigger or yeah. get a bigger reputation. Okay, but like that—that's that's one so example. That's why I'm saying these Lewis fans that are just awful to be around. Yeah, but you can't say that that's because the drive to survive. That might not be. Like, you don't know that for a fact. I don't know it for a fact, but I'd say if you increase the amount of people watching it, the amount of toxicity is also going to increase. Okay, probably fair. 
more eyeballs, more people. There's going to be more dickheads. Like, <laughs> that's true. That's true with every sport. Yeah. I, that's I'm true not, with every sport. I'm, but, not, all right. I'm not claiming this is bad for business. There's so many people watching it, it's great for business. I'm saying it's bad for the sport. And also what you said about people being priced out of the USA Grand Prix, there's now one more. That's actually since it... Since Drive to Survive came on, now two more races in the USA. So you can't go to them. <laughs> go to the other you can't go to them. <laughs> Even here, the prices have gone up like fifty like, percent. Yeah, guys who were a fan of F one fifteen years ago now can't go to the like uh, Silverstone. So much more expensive than it was ten years ago. Oh well. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. oh well. I'm not. It's great for business. It's amazing for business, yeah, mate. The, the take is that it's bad for bad sport. for F one. Bad for sport. It's fucking like. Good for the brought it to massive new heights in front of one billion people. Really good for the uh, men wearing suits as like pockets. One billion people. Yeah. Don't tell me. Don't tell me it's bad for the sport. All bad right. for the sport. All right, let's have a break. I'm angry. So, source football season almost upon us. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Yeah, I know you are. I know you are. Um, so we we decided to invite. Our football expert, AFL expert. Ned, welcome. Ned Holland. G'day, boys. How are we? Good. All the way Excellent, from Ballarat. Mate. That's right. I'm glad you called me the uh, football expert, not the AFL expert, because I'm here to talk about Brett Bueller. You know me. <laughs> <laughs> Ballarat Football Netball League. Let's go. No, we're moving on to the AFL. What have you got for us? What's, uh, what's got- hot in the news? We've got bigger and better things than the Ballarat Football Netball League. Yeah. <laughs> Australian Football League, I might call it that. Um, I guess we've got to start at the top and go straight to the man who is in the midst of it all a little bit, Jack Dinovan. Oh, yeah. Um, How about that? I guess his, uh, he's been handed down a uh, two-week ban from, yeah. the, from the AFL. Round one, round two. Yeah, if you're, if you're Collingwood, are you putting another, te- another team ban on top of that or are you just taking the two and trying to let it slide onto the table a little bit? I think I, I'm, I'm fine with it just being the two from the AFL. Be like, you know what, that's what the league said. We're happy with the internal sanction. I'm sure he's going to get. They'll give him something else internally. Like, I don't know, there'll be something. And I'm happy for that to happen. If they're, I think Darcy Moore had a really good comment today just about how they expect more. They're like obviously disappointed, things like that. And I think... As long as your club's okay with the kind of sanctions that have been handed down by the league, I think that's fine. What do you think? Darcy Moore expects more. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Got high tech up in here. This is amazing. But no, Dutch. What's your um, call for the season ahead? Big ones. Well, all the uh, all the focus has been on the Brisbane Lions over the off season, obviously with uh, Josh Dunkley and Will Ashcroft joining the uh, joining the fight up there. But you know what, Brett? I'm going with the uh, Blue Baggers for the flag. Oh no, you're not. No, <laughs> yes, yeah. I am. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm a pretty expert, mate. So here comes the money. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. You're meant to be our expert. Yep, and he is. Oh, well, you can come on next week too, Dutchie. Blue, blue bag is... Sorry? <laughs> you can come on next week too. Thank you. Um, as a pretty expert, my opinion is greater than yours. That's true, so actually. Do you want to give blue us... Blue bag is... 
Do you want to well, give I us can, your, I can uh, more. Yeah, I, no, I want from here, Coleman, Brownlow, Rising Star. All right. Rising Star? Mm-hmm. Gold Coast Suns, Bailey Humphrey. Oh. What pick was he? Just because I, I don't want to be normal. don't want to just be that boring and go Will Ashcroft. Um, Bailey Humphrey, great bloke as well. Uh, Rising Star, Bailey Humphrey. Flag, we know that. That's the Blues. I mean, everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Coleman, uh, why don't we stick we stick with the Suns and we'll go Luco in his new forward role. Turn the forward. Jack Lacocious, known, yep. known quantity as a goal kicker. I guess at the sample he was, but... Yep. Right. Yeah, he's uh, locked in field. to play up forward for the Suns. You might not be on next week, all season long. <laughs> <laughs> What was that, brother? You might not be back on next week with that. <laughs> Um, uh, Brown and Brownlow, spicy one. Oh no! I guess I'm going. I guess I'm going to Miller, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me Gold Coast have the the Coleman, <laughs> the Brownlow, the Rising Star, and nowhere near it. But the Blazers win. <laughs> so, the blue, the Blues. Like a, for live. No wait, wait. <laughs> guess who? Guess who? Carlton's beating in the grand final. Uh, <laughs> Port. <laughs> The flag sun's back. Uh, the flag sun. Just no. Nah, I'll actually we'll finish on one more big call and say Gold Coast the top eight. So hey, he gets it. No, I think we mean Gold Coast the top eight. I mean they haven't. They've got what have they got? They got the rising star. They got the common <laughs> middle winner. It'd be very hard to and, not uh, get it with all those awards. Yeah, so all the talk about you know Brisbane up there in Queensland. It's actually the Suns we should be worried about. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. <laughs> God, I hate that. And I'm not a, I'm not a Suns member anymore, so it's not biased. Really. GWS, this is my honest, year, right? yeah, yep, GWS. Yeah, I haven't even mentioned Aaron Cadman yet, boys. <laughs> I'll cut you off right there. Nah, <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> poor Aaron. Have you have you roasted him yet, Thor? No, I haven't. I haven't spoken about young Aaron yet. I I don't know. I think he's a chance to be the next Jack Watts. I think he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders in a team where. It's kind of, if you are what we think you're going to be, we're going to be good. If you're not, we're going to be shit for another 10 years. I'm worried the pressure's going to get to him, and we all saw what happened to Jack Watts. Nah, because <laughs> this bloke, is, he's got an engine, mate. He's a little bit different to Jack Watts, and by a little bit different, I mean a lot different to Jack Watts. <laughs> Hates swimming. There's and no, there's, he's, the, he's, not, he's on the Giants. There's no pressure. There's no pressure in Blackdown. Um, he can yeah, but fly on the radar. Fans to put pressure on either. Had three thousand no, members. We, have, we had the Melbourne, we had the MCC faithful, and <laughs> we had years, years, and years of uh, disappointment. And all of a sudden, there was the golden god Jack Watt, and he had the weight of the world on his shoulders. But Aaron Cadman, he can just fly under the radar. He probably won't play much this year. I reckon he's got a Ballarat debut in him when the Giants uh, play the Doggies at Mars Stadium uh, later in the year, but. He can just find the radar this year, do nothing, just work on his engine, work on his forward craft because he's only played one year up forward as well, so he's still got a lot of learning to do. Really? Yeah, he was, a, he was a winger up until last year. He went so, at pick one. How big was his growth spurt? Uh, quite, quite large. He put on Obviously. 15 kilos as well last year, so he's, he's bulked up. So You're telling me he went pick one after playing forward for one year. And yep, imagine what he can do save after the pick. football club. No, he's not going to save the football club. He's just simply going to win them a flag. So <laughs> okay. Could have due sauce. You play four this year? Probably will. Yeah. 
Phil, how much did you grow last year? <laughs> put on a lot of weight. I don't think I grew it all that. Well, there you go. All right. Thank you, Dutchie. Appreciate it, mate. No worries, boys. Go, go well. You, go, you flag, sons. Go, you go flaggers. You All right, Sauce, so Sock Exchange, our favourite. Our favourite. I'll start us off this week. Do it. <laughs> I'm buying Bizarre Man of the Match Awards. Yeah. <laughs> it's Sock. So yeah. I found a Twitter thread today, which I absolutely love. So I'll, I'm gonna, I'll quickly go through all the best ones. Connor Salmon, a pizza. <laughs> Franco um, no, I don't know what leagues a lot of these are because they're very obscure Franco Armani a Burger King crown do you want to say that one <laughs> is that for River Plate yeah I think it is so that's an Argentina <laughs> Stephen Glass a mountain bike um, <laughs> I, I'm not going to try and pronounce that Kikano looks like five gig, five gigabytes of data. That's my favorite. That, that, that's what I don't know about. It's a good one. Um, <laughs> Zimbabwe Premier Soccer League, twenty four beers. Yeah, I'd take that. Well, yeah, if you had the pizza as well, yeah. <laughs> night sorted. Night and the mountain bike too. <laughs> um, don't drink and cycle. Yeah, true. I don't know that guy's name, but a live chicken inside of a metal cage. Now the metal cage is important because the next one. There's a live chicken inside of a cardboard box. And a brand new tag hoyer or something. <laughs> a chicken in a cardboard yeah, box. Yeah, it gets better. The Sudanese Premier League, a jug of oil, which is always important. Never know when you need that. 2,000 South African Rand. Now, I don't know what that equates to in Australian dollars, but I dare say it's not a lot. I can't imagine it would be much. <laughs> I dare say it's not a lot at all. Um, and then ja- Jaffa Cake, <laughs> yeah, it looks like Liam. Jaffa Cakes and Walker's Crisps, <laughs> so yeah, some lollies. And um, a pair of Adidas Slides. And There's Gar- some drip. Garnet Hill. Carlo and I, we discussed them last week, actually. Yeah. A curry. <laughs> <laughs> some flowers here. That's, that's not too bad. This one's good. A grill, so barbecue, <laughs> and an apron. <laughs> <laughs> this was my favourite. some of these have a copy to... of Crash Bandicoot Four. <laughs> <laughs> now, my personal favourite so far is definitely the pizza. <laughs> that was a good one. Like, is it hot? Is it? I don't, I don't know. I don't we, know. Who knows? He meant to eat it on the field with the commentators. Well, he, he didn't look. He didn't look too happy for winning it. So <laughs> I assume it might be cold or <laughs> might be a pizza he didn't like. All right. Well, my buy really different. Yep. Just so different. <laughs> so everyone's talking about the Brisbane Football Club. They're all talking Gunston and uh, Neil with Ashcroft and yep. Dunkley, yada, yada. Yep. I'm buying two young Brisbane Lions, Kadeen Coleman mm-hmm. and Darcy Wilmot. I'm buying those two. I think they are – I mean, Wilmot played like – he's played two games, I think, both in finals last year. Yeah. Can play. Yeah. Already know it. Mm-hmm. And Kadeen Coleman is so silky smooth off a halfback flank. It's not funny. I'm buying both of those. Brisbane's probably my tip for the flag at this point, and I think they're going to have a massive role to play. They're my buyers. Fair enough. <laughs> Who are you selling? <laughs> now, this product hasn't been around for a while. It's been defunct since 2019. But do you remember the Red Bull Air Race? 
My word, I remember the Red Bull Air on, it on was, Channel 1 It HD. was huge for a little bit there. It was massive. Was it? It was a big deal. It was kind of cool. It was, it was cool. I don't know if it was a big no, deal. But they're doing it like major cities all over yeah, the world. Like true. Sydney had one. True. It was cool, man. And like, hell, like that, was, that was some pretty hot stock for a bit there. I held on to it. And now I'm, now I'm getting out. So you're selling four, when it's worth zero. Four years later. Yeah. After so it doesn't exist. After, after so its value is zero and you're after selling. After it folded. Yeah. You're making heaps of money there. Well, I, you, know, you know what the sad thing is? I really think COVID would have helped the Red Bull Air race. Because are people just at home, like watching watching sport. Yeah, but no one could have travelled to the events, like the yeah the participants could have done like a subscription service, mate. I, I don't know, but it would have been interesting. Mm. Well, they, I'm. S- they, what do you mean no one could? Tra- they can fly. They're pilots. <laughs> <laughs> True. Do you remember what happened? In True. True. <laughs> True. True. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, well, I am selling the ESPN broadcast in Australia. I'm glad somebody's talking about this because it's been annoying me for about 10 years now. ridiculous. (laughs) A, like, okay, so my example was when the Super Bowl was on. We don't get any of the Super Bowl ads. We don't get any of the cool broadcast stuff that have to do with the Super Bowl. It's just like when the game's on, you get to see that. When it's not, you have the same three awful, awful ads that you always get in your head and they're just bad. The, the whole NBA one. season, you just have like the worst jingles that they make up for the NBA. Yeah. NBA needs to stop with the like, they make up a rap. Oh, the rap with the player's name. <laughs> yeah. no. So just yeah. ESPN in Australia, yeah. can it, I'm selling it. Like, yeah. I just don't, it, it's fine. Someone needs to come in and completely revamp it. Like the actual broadcasting of the sport's fine, but it's all the ad breaks and all that. I'm selling it. Yeah. I'm getting out. It's a tough one. Um, yeah, it, it is hard because like you just... You remember every ad word for word for the amount amount of sport that we probably watched on there. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's tough. The raps, the raps really the raps get me. Hurt. They the get rap, me bad. The raps really yes. hurt. <laughs> don't know, <they? laughs> but nah, good stock, good stock exchange. But yeah, actually, actually, another great week. While we're on stock exchange, um, <laughs> I was keeping up with the Scottish Premier League as I normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, our beloved Hearts lost. Yeah, they're doing our boy dirty though. I know he's not playing. Yeah. I'm a bit worried about it, but yeah. um, and, oh, and Big Harry, the yeah. Premier League Team of the Week. Yeah, he was my guy. Great player. I'm making so much money you're over here, and you're selling a organization. That Look, no I'm getting exists. rid of it, mate. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting <laughs> any getting money rid of it. <laughs> Just getting it out of my portfolio. Oh, Give me right. a break, jeez. All right, on that, let's take a break. All right, Harry, my take. It's my turn this week. Mm-hmm. What have you got for me? I got a spicy hot one. Mm, fresh spicy. Spi- <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a hot take. All right, fine, mate. Um, Sam Kerr. Yes. I'm, I'm familiar. Is the best Australian athlete ever. <laughs> so, Don't laugh, mate. Don't be a sexist. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a sexist. You let, can't. So you. Let me make the case. You're, okay. Let me make the case. You're serious. This is now interesting. You may not have watched as much Sam Kerr that I, I have. I haven't. I'll be honest with you. Don't watch so that much Chelsea. Women's get ready. Football. Get ready to eat your words, my friend. Because I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's the best Australian athlete ever. I think she's astonishing on the field. And you're probably going to hit me with some names after some footy players and whatever. Like cool. Doing it in Australia where it's not like 
the only country in the world that plays it. Like, great. Good on you. Guess what? That's not what I'm going to anyway, do. Anyway, I don't care. But, <laughs> but she's the greatest Australian athlete ever. She's so great on the field. But the example she sets as a just a person and, yeah. no and a role model, incredible. Yeah. You won't ever hear anyone say a bad word about her. Yeah. So you'd love for her to be your, your child. Yeah, definitely. And like... Love her to be just in your life in general. She's yeah. an awesome person. Yeah. And I think that counts for so much too. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, but like just, all right, so my thing about watching her, mm. it's like a joy to watch. Always in the right position. Like you, you watch her like she's not in the play, but she's just like always there like on the back shoulder waiting. And when the ball gets to her feet, like I've, I've watched a lot of like football in my life. Never seen somebody run with so much conviction towards goal the way that she does women women like woman or man it's so impressive and she's so powerful fox in the box like so 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 good yeah and just like a a great role model model for australian football and Mm -hmm. um, and probably the favorite person on i'd go as far to say australia's favorite team matildas australia's favorite team the matildas australia's favorite team australia's favorite team Who's your favorite? Is it not the Boomers? I do like the Boomers, but they but like they're relevant once every four years. And the soccer team's not. Either way, moving on. Right. I think you're right. She's fantastic. Yeah. Saying she's the greatest Australian athlete of all time is the most outrageous thing. A bit I've of hyper- a bit of hyperbole there, I will admit, but like she's she, I wouldn't she's not even a shoe in to be our best female athlete ever. Who would you put above her? Like, do you want to hear some names? I want to hear some names. So Margaret Court, obviously oh. now not, 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 not the best all right, person of all time. Yeah. I will admit Come that on, openly mate. straight off the Just bat. Just like complete different opposite ends of the spectrum there. Yeah, but not yeah. the greatest person ever. She won 64 Grand Slams. 64? I didn't du- know. Doubles, I... Du- doubles included. <laughs> okay. She had 24 singles Grand Slams. That's two more than Novak. Playing as plumbers. Yep, not, I hate it when you do this. You go, oh my god, they played in the this era. They played against plumbers. You can only play against who you're in the era of. You can't compare eras. Like we we talk about like the it quickly flip the Michael LeBron like Jordan Lebron thing. Yeah. Like they played different eras. You can't compare them. Yeah, like Lebron would spank Michael now. Like yeah. it's fact. Yeah. But moving back, twenty four singles Grand Slams, more than two more than Novak, and we go on about how good he is. Lauren Jackson. LJ. Mm-hmm. LJ's L- cousin. L- L- <laughs> Did you know that? No. Yeah. Cousins. Oh, well, four NBA titles. Yeah. Three, pretty pretty incredible. Three Olympic gold silver medals. Yeah. Okay. And then we got cool. some swimmers. Dawn Fraser. Yeah. Emma McKeon. Did forget about the swimmers, to be fair. Eight and eleven <laughs> Olympic medals respectively. Okay. Dawn Fraser set thirty nine world records. Let, let that don't no, don't don't don't, 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 talk, don't, 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 talk. don't make me say plumbers again. Don't, don't, don't talk. <laughs> let that sink in. Yeah. Thirty nine world records. Mm-hmm. That is an obscene amount. Mm-hmm. Ash Barty was a professional athlete in two different sports, and number one in the world in one of them. True. Played big bash for Brisbane. <laughs> yeah, okay. and she could be a professional. Uh, yeah, golf she could, player she could, if she wanted. She could be a professional be, anything. That could be like, three. Yeah, you ready for a big one? Elise Perry has represented her country at the World Cup in two different sports. Mm-hmm. Kathy Freeman. Full stop. Great. 
Catherine was great. 2000 Olympics. Look, these, these are all great. These so are all, that, all great. I'm not, I won't even mention a male name, and I don't know if Sam Kerr stacks up instantly to that. Yeah. And that's without that's without mention. Okay, I'll mention them quickly. That's without mentioning Don Bradman, Rod Laver, Greg Norman, Shane Warne, and I. I have excluded people that only played Australian sports. This is people you say, oh, you only played against Australians, like in our small league. These are people that played international sports against the world and were the best. What a reiterate. I only found this out today. <laughs> Dawn Fraser set 39 That's world that, records. I, I, I had no idea about that. This is the most insane thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> what the? F- you know, for the longest time, uh, this is going to sound so bad. I thought Dawn Fraser was Pauline Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know how. You're on a sports podcast, Alex. For the longest time, man. <laughs> like, probably up until a year ago, I'd go as far to say. Dawn Fraser wearing burkas in parliament. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she ever but been involved in politics? Dawn Fraser, I don't think so. Well. But either way, I, I, I would love to say that Sam Kerr is in the conversation for the greatest Australian female athlete ever. I think she has earned that right. She's fantastic. We have so many sports people. I just don't think you even consider. But I, but the th- thing about this is like, all right, you name all these people. Australia is like a, I'd, I'd go as far as a strong entity in all those sports. Like we've been to an extent great. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll play that. Yeah, yeah. traditionally, we're no not good. Very good at soccer. Yeah, traditionally, no, we're not. I think she. Because I don't think her resume actually might stack up against some of those names, but the fact that she's so good off the field and the fact that she's done it in a sport that we haven't done exactly, and that, that, that's my thing is more important. And that yeah, it does stack her to up to be well. like the golden child of the golden age mm. of Australian women's football is like probably uh, and yeah, a lot of those resumes you, you pointed out incredible, like probably not going to be matched by anyone ever in in some cases. But like that has to uh, that has to count for something. Yeah, I'm I'm factoring that in, and I still don't think she stacks up quite. She's in the conversation. She's great. But I just think she's dominating the highest level. I just want to be her mate, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. I really do. Sam Dom- Kurt was to come have a beer with us. <laughs> the offer's there. There we go. Let's <laughs> see how that goes. Um, but no, like, have you got any? What's her resume? So the main ones I got here. Been nominated for the Women's Ballon d'Or. Yeah. I don't know if it's called that. Three times. A fair few times, yeah. yeah. A handful of times. FIFA Pro Excise, Women's Best 11, mm. four times. It's pretty incredible. It's pretty good. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. And, for, you know, like, while we while everyone loves the Matildas and they're great, like, the rest of the team has, for her generation, probably hasn't t- been amazing. Yeah. Compare, in, compared, in comparison, in comparison to, to her. And she, she carries us, like, Every game. Yeah. And like, you just need to watch her play. It's the sort of thing that like, you know, we can sit here and argue, but, and I don't think I'm going to change your mind on this. Probably not. Yeah. But if you, if you watch her play and actually really focus on it, you're going to be like, okay, he might be onto something here. You ever watch Warney Bowl? Yeah. And 
incredible. You know, I won't even mention the men. I'm just going to make it easy for you and just say women. Yeah, okay. Fine. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. Because <laughs> like, like, if I included the men, you'd be... <laughs> <laughs> but, but really, mm. watch her play and then we can talk about it after. Yeah. All right? Well, I've seen her play, but yeah. Probably. Yeah. I'll All sit right. down and watch a highlights video tonight. Let's have a break. Before we finish things off here, I want to cast your mind back to a few weeks ago, Source. Mm-hmm. We were talking about promotion and relegation in the A-League. Yeah, and I cooked you in that argument as well. No, you didn't. Continue. You know you lost. Because the day after recording, not the day... Wait, the day after release? No, day, no, day after release. Oh, even better. So the, Yeah, it would have been day after release. Day after release, I get, I get an email about a media release from the FA. Tasty. Look at this. What's probably, going on? Probably something else about the Women's World Cup, which we love. FA is opening expressions of interest for second division. They must have heard our pod and realized that source guy's got no idea. Breads, let's back him in because he's right. Oh, I hate. They, the obvi- day, they, they obviously hadn't the listened. The day after, if, though. If they'd listened to the pod, they would have gone, God, this is a shit idea. <laughs> the day after. Yeah, that's that's outrageous. We're, we're out here setting agendas. So tomorrow, gold statue of Sam Kerr. <laughs> Are you going to put a bronze bust of Sam Kerr up in your like bedroom? <laughs> like the Cristiano Ronaldo one. Uh, <laughs> or Drafters Vive cancelled. <laughs> tomorrow. We'll find out. Or Red Bull Air yeah, Racing. It's back. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Oh. Who knows? Who knows? All right, let's have another break. All right, so it's t- almost time for us to go. But before we go, I'm going to throw a fast one at you. Haven't prepped you at all on this. Yeah, I'm scared. Fix the all-star game. Okay, you ready? I actually do have a plan for this. Let's hear it. You do it at the end, of, just before the finals, how the uh, NFL do it. Because at the moment, no one really wants to try because they're scared of getting injured, which I 100% get. Yeah. It's the middle of the season. It's yeah. so stupid. Yeah. Put it just before the finals or something like that. Uh, teams in the finals obviously can't be in it, which sucks because theoretically they're the best players. But give them something to play for or because you like start a new journey where it actually means something to win the game. No one cares. Like, no one plays defense. It's just a bit of fun. Like, I don't know. Somehow make it so that, like, a bit of reputation is on the line. You can't do financial bonuses. They're all rich anyway. Like, there needs to... Firstly, it needs to be at the end of the year. So they actually try. They're not scared of getting injured. They really want to win. But then there needs to be a carrot in front of them that they go... You get bragging rights or you get something next season that's not money. Because at the moment, it's just who can pull up from 35 more, who can not, like do a driving dunk while no one's actually playing any defense. Like it's just, it's boring. Yeah. To pick at the end of the first round, say winner of the MVP, guess his pick. Like draft pick. Yep. Nah. Cause it's like a, it's a, it's sideshow, but you need, it needs to be more bragging rights related. You can't have anything that's actually going to, isn't that what, what it is now though? No, cause none of them care. True. But That's why I also think it needs to be East versus West. The whole draft yeah. thing, like, there's no... It's pretty funny, though, the draft. Yeah, it's funny. The, the, this year wasn't funny because they didn't do it on TV. That was. It's like back in the day when... I'm going to sound like an old person here. When, <laughs> like, um, 
Australian rules football had state of origin. Like yep. people <clears throat> gave a shit. Yeah, they like did. that was a big thing. If you go back to East versus West and somehow do, I don't know whether they put more marketing into it the next season that here's last year's winners, but it needs to have a rivalry that builds up over years and years so that people actually care and want to tune in. Or like an extra playing spot in the, for the winning conference. I, no, like I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you can do anything that actually influences the next ch- NBA season. Because <laughs> that's that seems weird to me. I kind of like it. It's like heighten the stakes. Change it up. Because right now it's not working man, at all. End of the year, back to East versus West and some sort of bragging rights. Maybe it's even like it's not going to be structure-wise, but maybe the if the West wins, the yeah. Eastern teams have to do one more road trip to the West the next year. Yeah, but like, I don't know, something to play for that's not money because none of them care and you won't actually ruin like the playoffs or a draft pick or something like that. Yeah. Obviously, like another away game sucks, but Mm. something like that. What have you got? I know, I reckon you got to be like more, um, more flamboyant with that. Like, I think this is the thing with mid-season tournament too. They can't really work out what the carrot will be for guys to play in it. Yeah. Because really, yeah, money doesn't matter. Well, I think Embiid was sitting out because he just doesn't want to put any more stress on his foot or something like that. Like, you're not going to get, A, people, everyone playing, B, everyone trying their hardest. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I probably should have thought about this before I asked you (laughs) because (laughs) because I I have no idea. But um, I actually saw today that they're considering with the mid-season tournament being international teams as well. So yeah, that'd be cool. It's like NBL, EuroLeague. Yeah, CBA. you know how they, they do a they do a world versus USA, but it's only like rookies or something like that. Oh, imagine doing that, but it's everyone. That would be so. But, and then cool. also the All Star teams more. It's like a closer representation to like the NBA. Oh, NBA source, we got it. We we we, we got it. I don't, but then it's also going to fuck over. No, the I reckon. The East and West have their all-stars. They play off. The winner plays in this NBA versus world. And it's at the end of the year. Yep. We've done it. That's fucking awesome. Oh, I love that. I love that. We should do questions with no notice more often. Yeah. And cool. I mean, if they listen to us. <laughs> so, the NBA later this too. week, the NBA come out with, we're changing them. <laughs> that would be fucked. The NBA is one of our three listeners aside yeah. from our mums. Watching our reels. <laughs> um, but nah. Like it. Let's have another break. All right, so let's ticket that one off. That's another one. Ticket. Exciting yeah. weekend this weekend. AFL trial matches are back. You can be watching with an eagle eye? Uh, um, probably. Yeah, it would be interesting. It actually was interesting. Uh, we had an intra club, Port Adelaide, that is. And yes. Scott Lysette being on the B team, Bryn Tickle being on the A team. Also, yeah. weirds me out quickly before we go. If you're an AFL team, I'm not doing A's versus B's. That feels weird. I'm doing like the back six of the A team are on one team with the yeah. B forward team so that you play against I think, the other A's for your position kind of thing. So I think it is an A and B team sort of thing, but then they like flip it so like... Like three-quarter some, time, it's... Yeah, well, it they change at the halftime, but some yeah. A guys are playing in the B's. So it's not just like some of them. Some of them straight up do like yeah. I think Hawthorne no, 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 said no, like something like that. No, it was uh, Gold Coast had the probables versus the not probables for like round one. So that was listed. That was that. That was how they were listed. Wow. 
That's, that's weird. It's a lot. But anyway, that's on this weekend. Also, did you see the fight in the Hawthorne intro? I love that. Love it. So good. I like the athletes being athletes. They're all hotheads. They've got pent up energy. Like, let it out. Everyone's, get, everyone's like, oh, they hate each other. No, it's you're just. You're going to get stuck into an hour intra club. I think me and you, you, me and you could be Charles. Yeah. <laughs> Got a lot of pent up energy against you after this. We're, bo- we're both on the bench. <laughs> just barking at, each, barking at each other. <laughs> anyway, looking forward to it. <laughs> See you, mate. See you, buddy. Love you.